Jim Crane, no restrictions, Pittsburgh Current newspaper, and we're back for another podcast. And we are so excited about this show. Sirini and I are fired up. So, so last week, Sirini is the the greatest at, at finding guests, the best guests. So she she calls me and she texts over actually uh, this uh, character, Weird Paul, an entertainer, uh, Pittsburgh guy too, which I was excited about. And I'm watching his uh, videos on, on YouTube, and first I'm thinking, well, this could be a joke or whatever, and I'm looking at him, and here, these songs he does are brilliant, and his episodes that he does are brilliant. Uh, some of the best comedy I've seen in a long time. I think it's original, it's unique, it's it's not afraid of anything. I love that, too, taking chances. And uh, I will urge you to check him out, but you're going to see him on this podcast, thanks to Sirini. Mm-hmm. Because we invited him, and, and he was nice enough to come into the studio here, mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Current in uh, newspaper. So we are excited to have him on in a few moments. We also want to thank everyone who attended the one-year anniversary, the party last week. Mm-hmm. Some great... <laughs> well, uh, two weeks ago. No? Two weeks, I guess, yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smokey Robinson Wine was one of the participants, uh, and, and man, it's fantastic. Smokey Robinson, by the way, legendary, and he, he uh, actually... Has a house here in Pittsburgh. He's married to uh, a young lady here in Pittsburgh, so it's great to have him. So he's an honorary Pittsburgher by marriage. By marriage. <laughs> so he lives somewhere in North Hills, and it's my dream to one day be invited to his house to watch a Steeler game with him on a Sunday. Because yep. I just picture he has a rumpus room, you know, <laughs> whole deal. A, what? a rumpus room. What is a rumpus room? That's like a you know, like a man cave. Yeah, kind of a basement man. And in Smokey would be. Great to watch. I bet he's a Steeler fan, right? No, definitely not. I bet he would be like, "Go Steelers!" <laughs> no, he sing it. No, not a chance. So <laughs> but that, but he is. <laughs> I tell you, he has some great wine, right? Yeah, delicious. We we drank it all night. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> very yes. tasty, very smooth. You can get it what just about anywhere. I think anywhere you can get wine. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Smoky Robinson wine. Thank you very much, and uh, looking forward to a uh, year two party. Year two is going to be even bigger. You bet. Hopefully we can. Two is always better than one, right? Maybe we can book if he'll do it. Weird Paul, maybe there for next year. Are, oh yeah, I thought you were gonna say Smokey, but well, Smokey weird also. Pa- Smokey Paul would and be weird way Paul. better. I want Weird Paul to, to work with me in doing some stand up. Oh, Paul would be way better than Smokey. Sorry, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> Your videos don't make me feel like I'm on drugs, and I like drugs a lot better. So and Weird Paul does, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, brought, he brings back memories yes. for me. Yeah. So, uh, we're, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Weird Paul and those memories. Jim Cren, no restrictions. Back with Jim Cren, no restrictions on the Pittsburgh Current Podcast Network. As we've been, we're talking about the opening of the show for the first five minutes. So, Sirini, are very, and I, we're excited, right? I'm about so this, excited. Very excited about our next <laughs> guest, Weird Paul. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on, Paul. I got to tell you, love the stuff. Very original. Thank you. Very unique. Uh, how did? How did? How did you start this, man? I mean, for those who don't know, he does these uh, videos on YouTube, and these things get, I'm talking 50,000 views. Yeah, a lot. Right? Yeah. There's, there's 30,000, 100,000 views. The numbers are huge, but I'm sorry, how did you start? Well, I've been doing this a long time. My parents bought a video camera in 1984, and not a lot of families had video cameras yet back then. It was still a pretty new thing. But my dad was always in the new tech, you know? Right. He got an 8-track player when those came out. He got a cassette player when those came out, so... You know, it was just, he got a VCR when that came out. So it was always going to get the next thing. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want me to touch the camera. He was always like, I said, you know, keep your hands off of that. You're going <laughs> to break it. Because he knew, he knew I was going to probably break it. But I didn't care. I, I had already had all these grandiose ideas that I was going to make all these films and all these videos. And I couldn't wait because I, I had a feeling he was going to get it. And so, you know, he brought it home and I'm like already messing with it and he's yelling at me. The next morning I just grabbed it. I said, I don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I want. <laughs> and the first thing I remember filming, I picked it up, was somebody had gone to the bathroom. 
and I uh, there was a bowel movement. I filmed that. No way. <laughs> yeah, and my dad found out. I was playing it back or something, and he saw it, and he took the camera away. He's like, and he, and he re- erased it. He taped over it. And he's like, we don't use the camera for that. And he like, and he took it away. And he said, I couldn't use it for a month, but I had it back in three hours. That was, I was such a sweet talker, man. I could get anything taken care of immediately. It's funny because that, that's like a, it's an Andy Warhol kind of thing, filming the bathroom thing. It's like it is. Kind of and I'm watching back as early as 1985, there's a video where I make a reference to Andy Warhol. I was making doing some kind of weird, like, wide-angle thing, and then, and then I was just, like, going in and out with the focus really fast. And I said, this was kind of like an Andy Warhol movie. So I knew what I was doing. Yes. You know? You had, yeah, you could see the influence, the uh, kind of the, the Warholian style. Or yeah. The, you were trying to be a little offbeat, obviously. Absolutely. You know? You That's like, what I liked. You're an outlier. Right, the, the, not the norm. In other words. Not the norm. Uh, yeah, his At name's all. Weird Paul. And I love that. I know. <laughs> and I, that's what I love about you because, you know, with with comedy, when you take chances like that, it's really, it's scary. But you seem fearless with it, and well, I like that. That's. I mean, it's all what you're inspired by yourself, and you say that's what I think is interesting, or that's what I think is funny, and that's what you want to do. And I loved Steve Martin. That was the first one of the first comedians that I loved. And David Letterman after that. Right. And those are guys that do that. They they really try try things that they could totally bomb, you know, and, and, You're and right. nobody would think was funny. And so that's what I wanted to do. You know, I wanted I want to do that kind of stuff. Sort of slightly surreal. Maybe it's not gonna be funny, but you know, <laughs> maybe take the take the chance. But uh, you know, I, I kept making videos for, for a while. Um, until YouTube came along, uh, I hadn't really been making any right around then. I was really heavily working on my music at that time, and I hadn't done any videos in a while. But okay. uh, once I got onto YouTube and I started uploading all my old videos to YouTube, then I realized, oh, there really is an audience here for the stuff that I could create now. Right. I should get back into doing this really heavily, and 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 uh, and this is. What what I this these are the people that I need to be right getting, the, the, getting the in touch audience. With my, my, I'm your audience really in a way that you hit the retro stuff anyway. Yeah, my age and some of the stuff you're so young, Sydney, but you probably pick up on some of the stuff or a lot of the stuff. But I recognize it some just references. Hit, yes, but it, it hits home like uh, you didn't. And by the way, I could see the Steve Martin with the songs in a way. If I go back to King Tut, but even behind that, the humor, yes. the style is a big Martin fan. But but the. Uh, the retro stuff, like you do this one thing where you go into your mom's basement and you got labels. Right. And uh, I asked you off the air, and I have to bring it on. Is I said, I thought he went to flea markets and got them for a skit. You know, because yeah. it's funny. You, know, you had a lot of different labels. And yeah. then you could say you went in your mom's basement, but you actually went into your mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She still had those. She was actually getting to get rid of them. Uh, she had saved them because when I was a kid, we'd send in vegetable can labels and stuff you get a wagon i mean you yeah. get some nice prizes they don't really do that kind of stuff no. anymore but marble miles kind of ruined that yeah everyone. the last thing i remember was kool-aid you could send in kool-aid points for the cans and you got yeah, all kinds that. of great stuff a walkman uh-huh. all kinds of great stuff but they don't they don't do that anymore really <laughs> but my mom still had all the labels that was the great thing and she was but she was like i don't need these anymore i'm getting cleaning up i'm gonna get rid of them and i was like and i said just hold up <laughs> Hold up a moment here, Mom. We got gold here. And I and I sat down for like two hours, and I went through the entire pile of labels. I said, because you know, well, that you see a tube of Crest, I'm like, okay, well, they still make that. Not a big right. deal. But you know, when you see uh, uh, chicken hoagies, chicken hoagies, exactly. <laughs> then You're you stop for a second. <laughs> like, what were they thinking? You stop for a second. Well, the funny thing about that was, there were like. Two companies mm-hmm. that made this food that I remember my grandmother making for me. I had some frozen foods, mm-hmm. chicken sticks. Chicken sticks? It was just molded chicken. Yeah. <laughs> some breading. Weaver but and Tyson. There probably. you go. Yeah. yeah. Two she companies. That's how popular they were. Yeah, we ate a lot of that. <laughs> yes. That must have been a, a food for uh, kids. We then ate a lot of prepackaged yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. We grew up on that too. Yeah. yeah, the old chicken sticks. 
But yeah, that, that, it's, it's, yeah that's really amazing. These, that's what's funny about the labels, man. Some of the foods, I couldn't believe this shit was real. It's like, yep. like, we ate this stuff. But you're right, it's great. <laughs> the names of some of that stuff is, is oh, crazy. God. It was killer. They and thought probably, that yeah, and consumers are going to react to this. This is a good name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's yeah. go chicken sticks <laughs> or chicken hoagie. The way people eat now and take food so seriously now. And right. Oh, God, yeah. With like the whole foods and the vegans and the processed meats and cheeses. <laughs> Like to see that is just funny because back then in the eighties people would eat anything. Give Chicken us some sticks. additives, sure. man. I could, I wouldn't yeah. know what to do with organic. Back I then, never right? heard the word organic until I was probably thirty. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. grew up on all the whatever the that is stuff. the chemical chemical food. <laughs> exactly, factory stuff. Yes. Chemicals, <laughs> processed. All, yeah. So so you do that, but some of your shows that, but a lot of the things we see are the music. Is the music where no the weird part? I don't see this. Similar Weird Al, there's where we'll, we're part. yours are original tunes more though. You yeah, know, like Weird uh, well, Al does parody, but yours are original. Yeah. I started out when when I first got into music. Weird Al was one of the first things that I really gravitated towards because mm-hmm. I loved comedy. And he's and, yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I just my nature at the time was I'm going to imitate whatever it is that I like, and right. uh, that's that's how I'm going to create my art until I get to the point where I have my own style okay and so i loved weird al and the kids in school were already a hit called were calling me weird paul because i was the biggest weird al fan there was <laughs> so i started doing what weird al was doing i just took the songs the hit songs of the right, day right i played them on one tape recorder i would set up a second tape recorder in the bathroom and press record and then i would just sing the new lyrics that i wrote <laughs> over top of them i'd make it make an album so you did a parody yeah and i would make it's whole albums like that isn't it? Yeah, yeah it was a mixtape <laughs> and so i did that for a while and then you know eventually i got a guitar i started writing my own songs and i mean you know weird al writes his own songs too they just aren't as popular as parodies which mm. is understandable right. but i just got out of doing the parody stuff i still i still do it now and then but i'd rather come up with something original that's funny it's it's a lot more fulfilling it's a definitely so. Am I right on this? It's definitely a rock kind of vibe to me. It's like an arena rock. You must have been an arena rock kid or something. My like oh, yeah. deep purple days and my yeah. days because like peanut butter heavy or whatever. Metal. Yeah, heavy yes. metal. There's a metal. Yep, I loved heavy metal. Right, there's a metal arena. I will hear like hair band kind of some hair band mixed yeah. in there, right? But there's but there's like some there's a little bit of hip hop in some of the songs. Some well, I mean, I have all the influences. I, I like all kinds of music, so everything just kind of mixes around in my head. I have like a kind of an audible memory some people have visual memories where they can see things right. that they saw in the past really well i hear things mm-hmm. you know like i could hear the entire song barracuda by heart in my head every <laughs> note every instrument yeah. i could just listen to it all in my head so you know i have all these songs shifting around in there all day and right. part of one song might meld into another song for me and then suddenly it's a new song that i could just say i wrote because nobody's going to know that those two right. parts were together it would, right. nobody would ever <laughs> be able to understand that well, i yes. only heard it in my head so yeah. suddenly i have a song that i made by putting two other songs together that's how i write a lot of the stuff i write where, where would you come up with like pot of macaroni or something that what, came to me in a dream okay i was dreaming i had a dream that uh i was in a courtroom and my keyboard player ben blanchard was on trial okay and the judge called a recess and everybody left the courtroom <laughs> and awesome. in walked this big band with all these horns and everything, this huge band, and they started playing Pot of Macaroni, and they were singing Pot of Macaroni. And that's how, and I woke up and I wrote the rest of the song. That's amazing. I normally hate when people tell me their dreams, but I really enjoyed that. That's <laughs> impressive, right? Yeah, I had like almost a whole album where every song came to me a in dream. a dream. So. I really like that. Wow. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, it's impressive. I mean, it's. Most I mean, people's dreams are like uh, annoying to hear, <laughs> but you made an album and a career out of it. Well, well that's the funny thing, too. Uh, did you think, Paul, when you started this, did you think you would get 30,000 people watching your songs, or 100,000, or 85,000? You, The numbers are rather amazing. Well, you think I mean, about it. You, did you think you'd have that kind of following? I, I always had some kind of delusions of grandeur, you know? I was but like, surprised from that people, number? People will want to hear this. People are going to like this. Right? I always thought that. And they you know? do. It's, and I, it's but the fun. thing is, you know, I go through the, the manic phase and the depressive phase. I'll <laughs> Inter- be like, I'm the man. king, man. I'm the best. <laughs> and then an hour later, I'm like, this is terrible. I don't know what. Nobody's going to listen to this. That's right. You it's know? entertainment, man. So, it's our right. lives. <laughs> and so I don't know. I, I, I definitely have all along been waiting for there to be the audience for what I'm doing. It's just, I. I did had so many screw ups and doing things, not doing things right. 
And finally, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm a little more professional about it now. And I'm, I'm like, how, how, no, Sirini, as I said, turned me on to you and, and everything on, on YouTube. But how long have you been this popular? Is this new, this, a new phenomenon where you've been getting 30,000, 50,000 views? Is that newer within a year, two years? What, what, was it, what would you say well, the time from when you started getting these kind of big numbers? Because those are significant yeah, numbers. On YouTube. Well, I mm -hmm. mean. I had my first sort of brush with fame was in 1991. Okay. And that was when I got signed to this independent uh, record company, Homestead Records. Okay. And they put out albums by Sonic Youth and, and some pretty notable bands. Uh, at, now, now they're, you could say, notable. Daniel Johnston, a lot of people that now are right. like cult musicians. So that was kind of a big deal. I mean, that was everywhere. It was worldwide. You know, it was in stores everywhere. What and kind so, of music were you doing? Were you doing exactly this? Like peanut butter, potter, macaroni, Basically, was it that kind of stuff? it was very similar. I mean, okay. it was a little more minimalistic. In okay. other words, not that what I do now isn't minimalistic, <laughs> it is. <laughs> this was even more minimalistic. It was what they called lo-fi, you know? It was just guitar, bass, drums, vocals, but it wasn't like we didn't try to, let's put a harmony vocal in here, or maybe we need another lead in here. You know, it was just like four tracks, you know, and that yeah. was it. here it is. It's music. <laughs> because I always said that when I was a kid. I said, you know, I could record these songs, put them on a tape, and sell them, and it's just like what U2 is doing. It's just like Bruce Springsteen is doing. It's no different. I'm just like them, you know? It's out there. People can listen to it. People can buy it. It's true. That's how I felt about it. I still feel like anybody right now that's more famous than I'm is still my contemporary if they're the same age as me they're still my contemporary it doesn't matter if they're more well known than me that's true that's how I feel about that, it that's absolutely true to Sirini how did you discover how'd you find him first I saw him at is it IDScon yes yeah um, I was working with a band and I was like cleaning up their uh, equipment after okay. they were done performing right and Paul was starting his set as I was leaving and oh. I was and I heard him and I was like I dropped the you know the drum kit so and I just sat guy? and waited around and listened and I think I took a picture <laughs> and then followed him right away on Instagram and all social media and that was I think in 2013. Okay. That was an interesting show for me yeah. because huh. that was I had just started really getting into the YouTube stuff okay. and so I said you know what I'm going to try I'm going to try to meld what I'm doing on YouTube with what I'm doing live yeah. live I'm going to try to do like a live vlogging experience. Okay. So I came into Ides with all of these. Ides related stories mm -hmm. that I had from when I was younger and I would do a song and I would explain how the song related to my life and show what I had that, that related to that so it was like making a YouTube video but doing it live mm -hmm. okay. to the, you know, speaking to the audience and telling them and then I would do the song so because I had all my Ides receipts from the late 80s early 90s all the <laughs> records I had bought That's awesome. and I would hold them up and show them and then my friend and I had written a song yeah. uh, probably around 1990 about how we wanted this Misfits bootleg at Ides but it was too expensive to buy and and I so I then I did that song and I explained how you know we couldn't afford it and everything. Right. The song actually mentions Ides in it. You know, yeah. it's about Ides. <laughs> so it was perfect. You know, I was yeah. like, this is great. I'm playing at Ides and I have the song about Ides. So I would stand there and tell the story for a couple minutes and then do the song. So that was something I hadn't done before. That that was the first time I did that. Are you it finding? Uh, no, it was just it was incredible to watch. It was unforgettable. You know? Well, you know, no one else was doing that. Do you, you now, they, now everyone's doing <laughs> right, it. I don't right. think I still don't think anyone's doing I it. I do have to ask you about your family, though. You guys hold on to receipts and like tickets and yeah, coupons it's a, a good lot. Hoarding, thing. hoarding <laughs> is true. good. Hoarding is good. Hoarding is good. Good TV. I mean, the difference between <laughs> archiving and hoarding to me is here, here's the difference. <laughs> if you're keeping everything mm -hmm. that you keep. Uh, like, uh, like for instance, I'm not keeping every package from everything I eat now. <laughs> I'm kind of a hoarder. I'm a class two hoarder. I, I class quit doing that. I mean, I'm a two. Now if I find something old, I'm going to save it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm lucky I have all that stuff from before. You're really not going to get that You're now. You're lucky moms didn't throw everything away. But too. It's like good things. It's, it comes to down to, especially when you get to be a certain age or whatever, mm -hmm. is this important to keep? Is there any reason to keep it? <laughs> Is it collectible? Right. Is it important to the future of mankind? <laughs> All right. That's chicken, where you have to draw sticks. the line. Anything else, you throw it in the garbage. Oh, my God. That's what you keep. I throw everything away. Well, so. would, you, would you honor us, honor the audience with maybe a song? You, you brought your, com your computer to sing along, if that's okay. We'd I'd love to do a love song. It. I have uh, a new album out. And, oh, that's uh, cool. So. Where can we get it? iTunes or It's solo? not on iTunes yet, okay. but it will be soon. Sure. Uh, right now, it's just on my Bandcamp page, and, it's, and the, the CD's on my website, but it will have it uh, everywhere else, literally everywhere else, very soon. Give us, so. Could you give it? Uh, oh, so you're going you're gonna to sing one of the songs from the album then? Or sure. Yep. Love to, please. Thank you. Weird the album. album's called Lit AF. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> 
I woke up this morning feeling great I went to bed early, I slept in late The birds were singing a beautiful song The sun was shining, nothing was wrong I looked in the mirror, I liked what I saw This day was perfect without any flaw I skipped down the stairs so happily I knew that breakfast was waiting for me there on the table, what I saw was awful. Uncooked eggs laying on top of waffle. Woke up this morning to a real shitty breakfast. Woke up this morning with a low kitty necklace. A low kitty necklace. A low kitty necklace. Yo! Hello! <laughs> I got in my whip, as I sometimes will do. It's 11 years old, but the hubcaps are new. I started it up. It sounded superb. I pulled on the street, away from the curb. Every stop sign, I break that completely. Hand over hand, I did turn so neatly. I saw a red light, it was in my rear view. It was a cop, now what did I do? Was I under arrest? Was he going to yell? No, all that he said was, you drive so well. Driving down the street, and I'm not driving reckless. Driving down the street with Hello Kitty necklace. <laughs> Hello Kitty Necklace Hello Kitty Necklace Rage! <laughs> I got a really big team and we all need a really big Hello Kitty Necklace That's awesome! Weird Oh. <laughs> I forgot oh. Charlie. Thank you. We shot it. the music video for that yesterday, oh, yeah? and it's pretty good. I'm pretty excited <laughs> I'm, about this. I'm excited. That was great. Million man. views we're going to get on this. Uh, I think I so. I've it. never gotten more than 100,000 views on anything. So That's a lot, I'm then. not. Like, I, you're it's like, a lot, but it's. I look at what other people are getting. And I'm like, oh. All right, look at it this. Like way. I could just tutorial. get 500,000, <laughs> but you always want more. You always want more. This than is true what you have. because look at this way. You're 32,001. I was looking at. That's basically you sell, you're singing to PNC Park sold out. That's right. Yeah. It's a lot of people. I'll tell you how to get that million, Paul. Do a makeup tutorial. I thought about it. <laughs> I, there were times when I was, uh, it was on the list. I mean, I've done a lot of videos where people said, make this, it'll be popular. And, and some of them were and some of them weren't. I mean, I got mm. 100,000 views of the video I have the most views on is how I do my hair. Really? Yeah. I was going to ask you how you do your hair. And that's where I have the most views. Is it a song or, or are you just talking? No, it's just I actually show how I do Could you give step us a by step. quick, you don't have to do the whole thing, but can you give me, a, is there a way you can give me a little highlight? Is there Pretty a, much. It, 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 I, I, I wash it and it doesn't take long to wash because okay. it's, it's very thin. Right. It doesn't take long at all. It takes okay. just minutes. Okay. I shampoo it, rinse it out, and then I have to wait five minutes. Okay. Five minutes. Wait. Okay. Because if I don't wait five minutes, it's too wet. And it won't dry properly. Oh. If I wait more than five minutes, it all starts to clump together and sticks together. Really? And then it's awful. Yeah. Every, wait, every time. Every time. Five minutes I wait. And then I air, and then I blow dry for five minutes, and I have to lift it. I lift the sides up on both sides. Yes. And I shape it down like this. Because my hair didn't used to look this exact like this in this mm -hmm. shape. I had to treat, train it for years. But if you, if you, I just lift it up, get everything underneath, it's shape very it back be down. It's very beetle. Five minutes, and it's done. So it's basically a ten minutes. Process. 12 minute maybe you guys women done. spend much it's, more time on their and hair and it's perfect it's perfect it time. looks like a weeping willow i love it it's, a, it's a very beetle-esque i was gonna say yeah, right thank you I, it's i i based it on the ramones haircut okay and of course they they based theirs on the beatles yes because so. you could right i could see the, you see the beatles you know, a couple of albums and you can see that mm -hmm. that look it's cool and uh have you had that hairstyle since you were a kid like if i went back to your high school basically i mean most people say that they say uh, they say i just i admire you so much for having the same haircut for 35 years you know i mean it wasn't exactly like this but pretty right. close pretty, pretty close. close pretty close and in the how i do my hair video i go over all the times in my life that my hair was different because a girlfriend or my wife had said no i want you to cut it like this change it like that of course eventually i got to the point where i said nobody's going to tell me how to do this <laughs> and uh my girlfriend never loves it like this you so. beat your own drum yeah. you walk you know 
One of the most brilliant pieces uh, that I saw that you did, I, th- I thought it was genius, actually, comedic genius, was you used with video, talk to your, was it your 14-year-old self or something? Or yes. It was back, you go back, you go back to 1985 mm-hmm. and talks talks to yourself as like 14 years old or so. How'd you come up with that? It's a brilliant idea. And how did you, did you find the footage first and come up with the idea later? That's pretty amazing. I, I, I was just going through all the hours and hours, like 130 hours of tape I have from when okay. I was a kid. And I found, just stumbled upon this footage of me talking into a telephone. And what I was doing was I was having a conversation with somebody imaginary was on the other side. I wasn't okay. actually having a conversation. So it was a video. It was you're a one side. Yeah, I was making. I was just making Movie content. Or yeah, exactly. And while that wasn't that interesting, I said, "Wait a second. I could edit that dialogue. I could write a script where I can talk to him. <laughs> what he's saying. I have to figure out how to talk around what right. this kid's saying. Right. This kid. It's me. It's you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that I can have a conversation with myself." And make it funny. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It took rather, a little time to figure it all out. <laughs> I could imagine. It but brilliant. I that is out of everything I've made, I'm the most proud of that video. I think be. it's amazing. Comedically, I thought yes, I thought this is just brilliant. Talking to your 14 year old self. Yep. Comedic. There genius can't stuff. be many people out there that have a video of, them, of themselves talking on a phone. Had, yeah, this, yeah, it's not like a skit where like, some kid doing it. It's you. Not going to find anyone else making a video like that. It's amazing. Not even the, in Hollywood, they have to use actors. It's true. It's yeah. like, they find that footage of yourself. <laughs> yeah. You and I always make the point that there's a cutoff period where, okay, I mean, I filmed Old Hills <laughs> Department Store or whatever. There's a cutoff period where that's not common. There's a right, point, right. you know, how many years back can you go from right now and you can still say, very common. Very common that people were filming a store or the road or cars going by right. or themselves talking on a phone. <laughs> Not a cell phone, though. <laughs> so you can only go back so far and then it gets rare and rare and rare. Yes. So I I feel privileged to have that footage because that's from the rare end of the spectrum. Absolutely, yeah. man. Brought yeah. back memories for me, too, as I said as a kid. It's, is there, I don't want to put you on a spot. You don't have to. or, or I know not prepared. I'd love to hear another song. I don't know if you could do another one on a computer. I can. I'd be, I'd be honored if you could. I don't want to put you on a spot if you, no, you know, um, let me whatever you'd want. would be a good song to do. Uh, I mean, I don't want to sit here and do all rap songs, though. So <laughs> they're funny, though. You uh, whatever you, whatever you yeah. choose would be fine. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, you're, you're cool. Yeah, I like how the songs are kind of, they start, I'll try like, this like one. Shitty Breakfast is kind of like a serious kind of, yeah. you know? Vibe. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with it. It was awful. It was breakfast. great. It was. It must have been right. It was that breakfast was terrible. Uh, uncooked eggs <laughs> laying uncooked on top eggs of waffles. waffles. It's disgusting. And it's it looks. Awful. You were just. It's the funny thing was you were so serious. Well, I was trying to think what is the worst breakfast you could have. <laughs> I was trying to think like, one day and I was like, wait, you know what it would be? It would be uncooked eggs on a <laughs> waffle. <laughs> if I came downstairs and saw that on a plate. I would be throwing shit. Well, what else rhymes with like Hello Kitty necklace, though? <laughs> yeah, That's the Hello thing. Kitty. <laughs> shitty breakfast. They got to think of what it would be. The worst one. I was wondering where you going with that. things rhyme with kitty necklace. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this uh, uh, one from the album or is an older it's oldie? It's an older one. Great. All right, let's see. A little both. the one to do, though. I okay, think, I excellent. Think you'll like it. Please, thank you. Yo, I need bus fare. Any change to spare? Someone must share. If I'm to get there, I'll concede I have less than I need, so I'll proceed to plead with the speed of a steed. Of how much coinage am I deficient? Don't know. My calculations are insufficient. Alas, when I should have been in math class, I was too busy counting out blast beats on bath mats. There's my friend, hanging with his shorty, but she's tall and foreign and looks like she's 40. I think he said that she comes from bulimia. Where's that? Near low self-esteemia? I think he has some change I can borrow. I'll say, yeah, I'll pay you back tomorrow. Oh, damn, they're running away. I guess I need to repay the money he loaned me the other day. Hasn't anybody got my back? No one gives me jack except for some flack. I bet I could score at this grocery store. I'll have more rapport with peeps who aren't poor. I was gonna ask this dude, but he must have needed food. He yelled as he passed, running real fast. Where's the soy sauce? I'm the LaJoy boss. Should I try this guy who looks like Michael Stipes? Ah, oh, cripes. He's buying baby wipes and adult dipes. Oh, must be one of those types who has trouble with his pipes. Ah, here's a guy who looks like Vladimir Putin. He's eating a big gluten-free Fig Newton. 
He coughed and said, No, sir, with all due props, I ain't got any drops to help your cough stop. Now that I got this guy at close range, it won't be so strange to ask him for change. <laughs> yes! I didn't guess he'd acquiesce. It was hard to assess, but nevertheless. I don't know why I have to rely on some nice guy to try and get by. I can barely feed myself. Yo, I nearly peed myself. <laughs> That's why they call me the whiz kid, because I got to take a whiz kid. I gotta find a public restroom, one that hasn't assumed the fume of Uncle Fester's tomb. I'll squeeze through these trees and enter Mickey D's, where full bladder trustees take free peas without catching disease. Whew! <laughs> I drain my main vein and now to begin the campaign and not be detained on my way to the bus lane. All of a sudden, I see this in front of me. This driver must be blind or just a trainee. You're early! It's a quarter to three! He's leaving without me. <laughs> now what? Why are you hate? Why are you hate? <laughs> oh man, tremendous! You got tremendous. bars, man. I like it. I, I don't it. all. I don't bars. do all rap songs, but those are funny. You know, it's great. funny because you can put more lyrics into them. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're they're. Rough. They're tough to say. It's not easy to sing those songs. That's true. You gotta move quick and memorizing them. It's a lot of work. I was gonna but say, but it's like memorizing a Shakespeare sonnet or whatever. You right. You just have to memorize all the words. Yes, and, and you wrote it. Now, now, when you do, when you perform live with the following you have on YouTube, are you are you starting to get big crowds for you, or are you starting to get a nice following? Live? I mean, it's it's still pretty hit and miss. It's really pretty hit and miss. The only thing is that I did notice is, I just put some feelers out i said if i was to do a tour right where would you like to see me and the response was a lot bigger than i thought it was going to be oh yeah good so I would, i'm not surprised i'm going to try would... to get out on the road and but the good thing about that is it's a new audience you know yes. you can play to the same people in pittsburgh and every once in a while somebody new comes out and says, oh i just found out about you and it's mm -hmm. great and they're excited but you got to find a new audience right so. absolutely always trying to find a new. I, i'd love if you'd work with me sometime that would be amazing. Wow. <laughs> I'd love it. It'd be great. I, I think people would love it. You know, I, I think more. I mean, a lot of people are finding you, but I. Just, I was I still. I was listening to you as a teenager. So, oh, thank you, know, you man. It's, it would be amazing. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that, man. I really do. I mean, I, yeah, the the, uh, the humor. Did you want to be? Did you want to get in more in a stand up? Or did you always want to, like Steve Martin was somebody you said that, that inspired you? Was it was stand up? The route you wanted to maybe take? The thing or? is, I was always very, very shy. Okay. And part of that was just I was small, thin, scrawny, picked last for the team, okay. the last guy on the dodgeball, <laughs> okay. hiding from the, like five other guys who still were on the other side, you know? <laughs> yeah. I had a really tough time, and that didn't help sure. either. So I, I was very – it was very hard for me. I, I was very nervous, shaking. I, I was hard to get out. So – once I got the guitar, I realized this is I could kind of hide behind this mm -hmm. and get up there, and then I can sing this stuff, and it's still funny. Yes, it took me a long time. You know, somebody I finally talked to somebody, and they said, you know, people confidence is what people will pay to see because not everybody has that. What and they want to see that. Mm -hmm. And I said, you're right. And from that day on, you fake it until you make it. So I just went out and <laughs> pretended. And I still do a lot of the time. Now they're trying to pretend that I'm confident in my hands shaking like this when I'm up on stage. But it doesn't matter. As long as it, you, you, you present it, that you're, you're, you know what you're doing, you're, you're going to do it well. You're, that, you're doing it well. Yeah, well that, yeah, that's a, that's so a great I, I have done stand-up a couple times, but I'm, I'm – I, I'm not as good at writing jokes as I am at writing funny songs. I'm it's, still better. It's the at same that. thing. It's just coming out a different way. That's all. It's the same thing. Same, you know. Yeah. Me, it's you know. And really. but I but I find that if when I do songs at like arcade comedy theater or something like that, the audience isn't quite tuned in to being ready to hear music. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. <laughs> They're still ready for. Comedians and they don't set up jokes that they're, they're having trouble. They have a lot of trouble making the the adaption to. It's a unique thing. You have to just kind of yeah, like well, like you know, Pee Wee Herman, uh, comedians like that that uh, you got to just zone into it. Kind of you know you got to kind of get into how. If that's a character, that's yeah, a that's a character. But, mm -hmm. but the style of humor though, I see what is you're a daring, a daring style. Yeah, you have, there's an innocence to what he's doing. But it's also brilliance to to what he does in mm -hmm. a sense with Absolutely. that with the, with the dare. It's a 
I would say the daring part of it. That's what I'm talking about. Yours. And now he's going to appear at like Steel City Con or something. Yeah. That's my ultimate goal. When I'm an old man, <laughs> I just want to. I just want to be at all the, the conventions. So. Have you ever been to like? Uh, did you ever go to like a Comic Con convention? You're yeah. I, I went to one, the first one, like a couple of years ago. Yeah, Have you been great. to them? Oh, yeah, they're fun. I, I'm, you know what I'm amazed about at, the, at them is, uh, like, they have, like, they had a row of, like, uh, old Playmate, Playboy Playmates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were, like, you know, like, from, like, you know 1975. Yeah. And wow. they're, like, hello, and it's the gorilla, come here, take a picture <laughs> with me. Thought, wow. Like, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it like, but like guys will show up. They're like, "Oh my god, I jerked off to you!" And yes, like I have cool. to get your autograph. They're, they were doing it. They were yeah, getting collections. I know they're making they're a like, killing. They're yeah. charging five hundred dollars for an autograph, twenty dollars yeah. for a picture. I was nineteen seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Flaming of the it's, it's amazing. It's yeah. play, uh, pretty wild. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. I, but I think like the humor, what you're doing, like I said, when you're talking, singing about peanut butter or shitty breakfast, and you know, it's almost like storytelling in a way. Storytelling is where you you go a long time. Then you have to hit a punchline. A punchline better nail. Mm-hmm. So yes. I was trying to go figure out where you're going, and you hit the shitty breakfast punchline. And uh, right. so that's kind of what it is. Well, you're, you're basically putting stories it's, telling it's, to it. It's music. a twist ending, is how I always go about it. The uh, surprise they're, punch. They're yeah. Not they're not expecting it to go to there. Right. That's where they're not expecting it to go, and that's where I like to take it. So well, that's and that's what the, yeah, it's common. The, see, yeah, that's when you get the serious tone, which makes it even funnier. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I that's got the, the whole. See, now I, I've already figured out. Whenever nowadays, when I'm writing music, I already have in mind what are you doing when you do it live, because I'm up there. It's just me and the microphone, right. and I better not just be standing there singing. You know, you got to kind of I, set it up a, a little. A lot of times, I have an outfit I wear. Or, oh, really? Or props? Okay, yeah, yeah, to go and for the so, look. Yeah, and. So, you believe I'll be I'm gonna be wearing that Hello Kitty necklace when yep. I do that song. So. <laughs> okay, so so when you do the outfit, is it a bit of a character you're doing up there, or is it more just you animated ten times? Because my act is just me animated ten times. A bit, you know. Well, I mean, I, a lot of these songs I write from the perspective of a specific person. It's okay. not me. So then I, I am portraying a character. Okay. But yeah, when I if I get up on stage, if I'm just if I'm just doing jokes or something, it's definitely me amplified. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ten times. Okay. Uh-huh. And some of the songs are more coming from a presentation of a character you're saying. So when yeah. you're writing them, definitely them too. Definitely. I mean, I a lot of the times. Um, I love. I do love peanut butter. I have a song called right. Peanut I mean, Butter there's Recall. Tr- there's probably a lineage of truth to everything. <laughs> but, I'm sure yeah. you had a shitty breakfast that day, whatever. <laughs> but uh, not everything I write about has specifically happened to me. Like I never got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese, for instance. I get asked that all the time. Did you ever get drunk at Chuck E. Cheese? Is this is this a, is this a song? I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese. It's one of my more popular. Is songs. Is there any way we can get you to sing it? Was Jim. it there, I, I'm, no, I'm killing you. I'm killing you. I, I'm loving it though. I'm loving it. Yeah, I can do that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Paul. No, you don't have to. If you, you, it's okay. All right. Let me sit. That's like if if somebody walks up to you and you're like, "Oh, you're a comic. Tell me a joke." I do get it, and I tell. Him. I know you do. I Absolutely. Tell him to fuck off. I know he's too nice. He's too. He's easy to trick. He's just dumb and he's right. You got it. Yeah. Well, this is it. This is a popular song, and I'm. I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> and I was asked to leave. Well, I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese Several of their bland Chablis I just wanted to know how their wine would taste But I ended up so very faced I guess you could say that I got trashed But you also could say that I got smashed Chuck E. Cheese is a talking mouse And that kind of makes sense if you are soused All I wanted was to cut loose But I ended up totally juiced I got junk trunk at Chuck E. Cheese On several of their bland Chablis Well, I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese And I was asked to leave I wish I could have helped Nicole when her mom got lost But I wasn't worth a damn, cause I got tossed I sat down right in front of my plate And I was so messed up that my pizza tasted great I thought of Scott Zodiac when I was wasted I saw the puppet's mustache so badly pasted I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese 
several of their bland Chablis. Well, I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese. And I was asked to leave. Well, then I got up on the stage. I was pretty tipsy. People started throwing tokens, but most of them missed me. You don't know what it's like unless you are plastered. When a six-foot mouse calls you a bastard, he might not have hit me if he hadn't been goaded. But that's just how I am when I get loaded. It's no surprise that I got booted because my brain was so shabbly polluted. I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese. On several of their bland Chablis. <laughs> yeah, I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese. And I was asked to leave. Man, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Paul. That's, that's, <laughs> but I never I, did. But I, that's one where I, that's one where I'm just thinking what yes. what would have yes. happened. What right. would, I just brainstormed it all. It was a little daydream. What would have happened if I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese? And of course, now it's happened. You see it now in the news all the time. Wine. That's right. People are using their camera phones to film the fights. And I got to tell you, so. I could see myself driving around for the next few days singing that song. Your songs are that's catchy. good. It is very. Catchy. I get that comment all the time. This is stuck in my head now. And I always yes. write the same thing. I'm that's you. good. Yeah, that's right. Because later on, I'll be like, I'll be humming to myself. I'm drunk at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. The White peanut night. butter song I was singing it last night. That's good. <laughs> that is good. Yeah, they're they're putting. Uh, is is mom still alive? Mom yes. still with us? What does mom think of you as your performance? Because my my mom Lou, she still she has no idea. I bring money home. She thinks I'm a drug dealer. Yeah. yeah. She has no uh, idea. Well, I totally <laughs> yeah. Of what does your mom think of your comedy? My she, parents does are, she get it? Does mom, they're oh, always supportive. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, Did you get it? Yeah, I mean, they 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 know where I'm coming from, and right. uh, I gave my mom my new CD the other day, and she and then she called me and she said that she really liked it. Oh, so okay. I believe that she's not just saying that. No, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, I, I, when I was uh, 14, 15, I'd be just playing my guitar in the living room, and my mom would sit there and listen to me. I'd sing my songs in front of her, and she'd listen to me. So she's always been my best audience, you know. That's cool, and man. I appreciate That's that. That's really cool, actually. And uh, you, know, you, you got a nice voice. They sing voice. Do you, do you? I know we're doing comedy songs. Do you? Was there were, was there a time in your life where you wanted to do like you know serious music? Like, oh, or, sing "Kiss by a Rose." Or whatever you know. <laughs> I've written a lot of, you know, there's periods in my life where I've gone through some pretty bad depression and stuff like okay. that. And I've written some some pretty deep, dark songs. And I don't really do those live because people don't come to right. get down. And they want to have a good time. They want to get a party going. And An so do that. Now, when I go to karaoke, man, I really, I can really let my voice shine. I, yeah. I hit some good notes. I'll tell you that. Because you could sing. You're really sick. It's gotten better. And I, I only got that way. I, didn't, I haven't taken lessons or done any exercise or anything. It's from singing along to records and singing along to the radio. I just learned to mimic I've learned huh. to mimic the other singers' voices. Okay. So if I hit, hear them hit a note, I mean, I could do some pretty good Freddie Mercury notes only because like I your, mimic your his parrot. voice. Yeah, I mimicked it. Like a parrot. Yep, exactly. Like a parrot would do. So what's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, I like to do, uh, there's, a, there's a couple that I'll do. Uh, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. This one. I, I could see. Yeah, do I not see ask one. him to sing it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I know. I know the karaoke rule. You never ask him karaoke song. I just wonder what his go-to song was. I'm starting to get into karaoke myself. So, what? what any other big time? Um, say, I gotta yeah, have, I gotta do a, this. Oh, oh, stuck on you by Lionel Richie. I mean, I, really? I, I ace that one. Yeah, that's I, pay, I pay twenty bucks to see you sing that one in <laughs> karaoke. We're gonna go karaoke, man. I think you owe him twenty bucks for making him play three songs. I absolutely <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna, well, let me see here. That's about six dollars and thirty cents. <laughs> That's right. I got to cover. I got to cover, man. Oh my gosh, you're so talented. Man. Math and, and music. Yeah, I, I so was, we ate. Hey, so wait, now, when is the uh, the new album available? Well, like, it, you said it, it's coming it, out. Yeah, it's it out, came it's out, out yesterday. Okay. It's it's uh, the CDs on my website. The uh, you can stream it or you can listen to it or download it from my Bandcamp page, uh, Weird Paul Bandcamp. And it, it, I think next month it should be everywhere, pretty much. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on iTunes. It'll be on Amazon. It'll be on Deezer. It'll be on. I don't can't name them all. There's too many. There's it'll be right. on whatever they use in Japan now. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be on all of them. So, do, do you do with a band also? I know you're bringing this for the computer, obviously, with the podcast. Do you have a band? I do have I, a band. We're a Paul Rock band. Okay, we keep that name pretty simpler. <laughs> Simple there. Yeah. Um, but 
uh, it's a different experience. Yeah. When I do it with the band, because I'm not moving around. When I play solo, I'm going to be down in the audience right next to you. I, the great thing is there's been times when I left the stage and there's people who aren't paying attention. They're looking at their phone, <laughs> talking to a friend, and I go down and I'm right next to them. But they don't know that because they're only hearing it out of the PA. And finally, they, 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 they turn around and they're shocked because I'm standing right next to them singing. But I like to do that, if, especially if I get a cordless mic. Yeah. You can go outside. You can go anywhere, man. I go out on the street, and I'm always like, is there any cops out here? You know, that's was my first thing I yell. Yeah. But uh, I love to just uh, jump all around everywhere. And But when you're playing with a band, you're playing the guitar. Right. You have to stand in one spot. Oh, so you play so, guitar also, you yeah. said, yeah, as a kid. So since a kid. Um, there's, it's a different experience. I'm just standing still. The thing about a band is there's more people, so there's more to watch on the stage. Right, You don't right. have to carry the show. But you know if you're one person, you got to carry a show all by yourself. It's all you. It, yeah. It's it is all on you, so you it's, gotta be you gotta be there, a hundred percent there in you, the moment. You, well, you nailed it. They're paying for your confidence. That's you right. It's so true. Paying for the, you to be confident and have yeah. it together. That was you the tell, day it yeah. all changed for me. That's when I realized, oh, that's how I'm going to do it from now on. Yes, yeah. it's a great it's a great line. It's true. The audience empathizes with with you. You know, so if you get if you get nervous, they get nervous. You're yeah. calm. They're calm. More in the same way as when we're audience members and we look at a performer. So That's true. there's a lot of truth That's to that. True. And uh, I agree with you, the fake it till you make it, because I've been performing for 30 years. I get nervous every show until yeah. I get on stage. I'm comfortable for some reason. Now, I get calm once I get on stage mm-hmm. or once I start. Do you get calm? I get calm if I can tell the audience is with me. Okay. If I if I could see that some of them aren't sure, that starts to throw me off. It yeah. only takes really one person <laughs> to really screw me up. Yeah. Then I'm gonna start forgetting lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's I, what I hate is when I, when I go out there and there's a guy sitting at a table like this. Yeah. The whole set. Yeah, there's yeah. always one. Right? Like, You'd rather than oh, be on their phone. The I mean, I'll like work know. extra hard to get this guy to crack a smile. Yeah. I mean, I'll we, do we, some we really stupid pleasers. shit we to try to get pleasers. that guy to smile. <laughs> Nothing. He's not gonna budge. Yeah. How about you, Sarah? You get you get nervous? You get calm? Like you said, I like a couple minutes before I get on the mic and then I'm up there and I I try not to look at the audience. I really try to watch the light and wait for the light. But yeah, I don't. I don't anymore. Is it a better show when like the stage lights are so bright you can't see anybody? Sometimes it is. Yeah. Yeah, when I can't see the people, I feel. And then there's always like the people in the front row, and it's always like your friends that are like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. No. Thanks. What's this thing now? You may know because it's probably more of a stand-up thing. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Okay. But it's only happened to me at stand-up shows okay. when I'm doing a song, mm-hmm. and I'll do like every time I get through a line, they yell "No." Okay. I don't know do you that. know about I, that? No, I haven't heard it that. Okay, like a, it's happened to me at pretty much every that might be arcade a, comedy theater. I did a stand-up show with uh, Gab Benesso at the Rex once. Okay. It's your, there. I think it's your crowd. It's only That's a weird at Paul those thing. comedy shows. When it's I do okay. That. So they'll say no when when I, every time I finish a yeah. line of the song, no, no. In unison, they all say it together. That must be a new thing. I think it's a Paul thing. Well, I mean, That's a Paul I, thing. I, yeah. You know, that first happened to me okay. in 2007. And okay. it happened to me as recently as two years ago, I think. Yeah. They're no. still doing it. <laughs> I don't know. No, you guys I'm... are driving me nuts with this. Have I don't know what I've ever... heard boo, fuck you, oh, get no, off of stage. Course. I've heard bitch. But no, no. But no, no. You know, uh, have you ever uh, you ever blank out in the middle of a set? I've done oh Like in the light when a spotlight hits you? Yep. Oh my god, out. absolutely. I'll yeah. tell you the funniest thing I ever saw. I was in the middle of singing I got drunk at Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> and I my brain went blank. And when that happens, I usually don't stop talking. Okay. Yeah. I just my mouth just keeps going. And I say I think it was I got up on this uh, uh, I, I got up on the stage or something. Uh, they were throwing the tokens at me or whatever, and I went, something like that came out of my mouth. I looked down the audience, and there's this guy looking at me, and he goes like this, and he just... And he shakes his head like this, like, no. Like, there's something stuck in it. Like, no, I mean, no, I mean, he shook it like... Am I hearing things? I mean, he <laughs> yeah. shook it like his yeah. brain, his brain wasn't working. Right. And it wasn't my brain that wasn't working. It was his. Because he, he didn't, He's that like, Am I words, his stroke? brain didn't understand the words. Because <laughs> your brain like, had so much confidence doing it. Right, so I was like, fun. I turned that around on him. I projected that on him. I made him think it was his fault. <laughs> it's like I'm having a stroke. See, that's brilliant. That's, yeah. I've done it a couple couple shows. One time I did it in front of like 4,000 people opening oh, no. for Kenny G's jazz guy. Yeah, but 30 I just stared at the floor and it came to me. 
I don't know what happened. Thirty seconds. I was like panicking. I was hyperventilating. That's thirty seconds. Oh, I think I got you beat there. And I just somehow came back to me. Thank God. But you know, you think I got you beat there? It was a smaller show, and um, I just went. I forget. And like people, you went like this. I went like this. And started shaking my head, saying nothing, and then I could hear people in the back were like, "Come on, girl, you can do it." <laughs> can and I remember. was like, "I was like, that is not helping at all. That's the worst thing you could say." And then I remembered, and then I just went right back in. Then it came. It. Then you were right. You went back in. I was so humiliated. That's a good like, audience. They're root, rooting you on. It was my on. best. I think it was like my best friend was in the audience. Everybody huh. else was like, "What is wrong with?" Oh, this good. Trick? Your friend was like, come "My on. friend was like, come on, Sarah, you got this." I was like, "No, I don't." That's a good friend. Yeah, I know. Jeez. What's up, Audrey? Thank you. <laughs> Do, do you yeah. do you enjoy performing live? I'm or do you enjoy I recording? Love returning. Live? I returning. I love I, yeah. performing I live. Yeah, love performing it's a return live. of energy. I think it's, it's what you exactly meant in your it. head. You're thinking. I put something up turn. on YouTube, and I, you know, somebody clicked the like again, which is great. I love that. Yes. I love seeing the like right. button get clicked. Yeah, but you don't have that return right there. You get the you get the energy back. Rush is amazing, right? Absolutely. The rush is amazing. It, it's it's an energy that you can feel. That's the difference. And there's something powerful. You're a musician also. There's something powerful about the music, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. every comedian mm-hmm. wants to be a musician, so you kind of combine the both, which is kind of good in a way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, music and comedy. Because it's true. There's something powerful about the combination with music, and I know you could feel that, you know, that vibe, that rap and rock, the two genres you may mostly use. Now, do you only use rap and rock, or do you use any other type of genre? I have genre? recorded, I can't count how many genres I've recorded songs oh, okay. in now. So is Everything. Anything. I got Everything's one that sounds game. like Jimmy Buffett. Really? Yeah, I got, <laughs> you name it, I've got it now. Because I just, I have so many influences, and when I start writing something, I'll say, you know what that sounds like? Right. It sounds like a Zydeco song. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I have a Zydeco song. So this has been happening for years now. And I have everything. This one this sounds like it should be sung by Axl Rose. I'm going to make it, I'm going to sing just like Between him. Guns and Roses. Everything. So I've, uh, you know, I've got this, amassed this thing. And depending on what show I'm playing, right. there's been With shows where audiences. what audiences I have. Right. Then I say, okay, I'm going to do a little more rap at this show. I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure I throw in the country songs here. Right. You know, so that's. A little Buffett style, a little whatever, rock style, really rock. The audience on your side a little more too. Absolutely, yeah. man. Taps in. Weird, Paul. You were great. Would you do us a favor and come back again on the show? Would you come back on the show? I'd love to. It's been just like sitting here with a couple friends talking. Well, we are so. friends, man. I'm, I'm a huge. I become a huge fan. I'm your new fan. You're going to work together, my friend. I, I hope you, you please come back real soon. Okay. Thank you so much. Serenity of the Grace for turning me on to this guy, man. What a <laughs> Thanks talent. for coming, Paul. Thanks, Weird, Thank Paul. You. Appreciate it. Jim Cred. No restrictions.